evoking magic of the everyday wonderment of life and death, one bitch at a time. Step inside, bewitch seance. Episode Lightbringer. excited and has been chilling here the whole time. <laughs> A fine introduction, my blue bottle lady. Luca la bruja. Oh, hello, Jeremy. Oh. Oh, Jeremy. Don't you think that I don't want to be stung. You should be on your way. Oh, goodbye. That was very close to my toe. I'm sure as a reminder to include the Jeremy's that are coming to y'all from Abuela Castaña. Dropping in on the waning crescent after a magnificent full flower fucking super moon no se que no se cuanto whoever got to see the eclipse I hope you enjoyed every blood red moment of it going into our new moon <laughs> just enough light before the shadow hey 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 before the shadow i think it's musical day yes indeed that makes sense since today is the first day back since a much needed spring break what was that there's so much charging out with Sonia today i've seen a mouse a snake and loads of Jeremy's. The loads of Jeremy's is an everyday occurrence. I was mainly really excited about the snake and the mouse. No offense, Jeremy's. You're all really fucking cool to just see every day, but you know. The snake reminded me of the story behind this week's piece titled Lit, L-I-T, on the Bewitch Seance Instagram page. So within the piece, the snake is a microcosm of the macro, which is the crow soaring and bringing with it this universe. And in its beak, it carries Maria, which would be my ideal dove after a horrible storm in the middle of fucking nowhere. That bitch would have a joint 
in her beak being like, I found land, let's fucking dance. And then we toke and get to what are the wonderful, magical, unlike any other fucking place really, beyond anything because it's in the middle of nowhere, the islands of Hawaii. These islands are a reminder for me of the potency that exists in every moment regardless of where you find yourself on this earth. It is a profound reminder because there is churning right underneath the earth where we see Pele bringing up this fire where she looks like a candle and the flame on the candle also looks like this beautiful vagina opening up splitting into the earth so it's this mixing and this molten molding and her legs open up into the ocean as she births into the sea you see these cycles happening outside of hawaii but these little pinpricks that exist are potent magic and our universal ongoing journey of this magic being returned to us bitches honing the potency of what it means to have this human experience and those that are relearning alongside the ones that understand the language of the land and that fire that is Pele and her reminder of the passion and the anger and the frustration and the torment that comes from seeing something that you love so dearly and so deeply raped moving through that you see the arrow coming out of the volcano soaring through the universe reminding us that regardless of how much we are pillaged and how much we are burned and how much we are stoned we are the warriors to come back again and again the arrow also reminded me of the et in flight and I liked it to be the pinpoint of light where the rainbow radiates. It's this in-between state where the chaos, the dark and the light dance. This magic is spun into creation. The full moon and the sun, the energies that use one another so we can understand how to hula how to flow a little better than before. The crow comes as a messenger. The darkness of the crow brings the light of the Maria as it carries it in its beak, 
creating these micro worlds where we are dancing, celebrating, rejoicing out and around a bonfire into the heavens, the Dithyrams to Dionysus, moving up towards the sky into the spaces of lightning, reminding us that no matter how big it all gets, we are as tiny as a fairy sitting on an amanita mushroom in between the tall grass drinking the dew as she takes in the snake slithering through the color that trickles in to the arrow from the rainbow takes us into the purple and green flames igniting from within the crow to remind of how we must continue to breathe through the fire regardless on where on the spectrum it falls because we cannot meet one another with hate anymore that shit is done working and so the hope is that you are able to not remain in the ashes but to rise from them it's the swami vivekananda quote that i've used before <laughs> the fire that warms us can also consume us it is not the fault of the fire and as a fiery fox reminds us in episode 10 light cast shadows not to fear but to face so regardless of how the light bringer presents itself whether it's a crow with maria or a fox with some fire the reminder is to trust your instincts no matter how captivating the costume before you is trust the message of your intuitive body trickster archetypes have always been my favorite characters because they're constantly presenting you with this sobering <laughs> reality alongside the immense opportunity mm, that is a delicious wind within astronomy they've been able to quantify how little we know about all of the shit that we think we know so it's nice to be able to have it in a percentage for now what we all definitively claim to understand when it comes to the way we perceive our quote-unquote normal and systems and senses <laughs> what I see as the magician's universe NASA says is less than 5%, meaning that everything else is in total darkness. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Roughly 27% is believed to be dark matter, which is contracting slowly. 
the rest, which would be about 68%, is believed to be dark energy said to be expanding rapidly. So as I briefly mentioned in episode 2, it is this yin-yang push and pull the universe finding the equilibrium nobody knows what it is but we do know what it's not and we have to start from somewhere right it's just really fucking grounding that is something I enjoy going back to again and again and really is a clear manifestation for me of the trickster in a physical form when it presents itself in each individual's experience and moment. And this is what the crow or the fox or Anansi, who I have sitting to the left of me. Whatever the costume is, the trickster only brings some light to a situation that is layered with possibilities. Now it's up to you, bitch, to stay balanced in it And that's where the moral compass navigates this outer space from within your own system. I love the image of um, the solar system being an atom, the micro and the macro one within the other. <laughs> Trickster archetypes are often given a bad rap, but I think this just kind of comes down to people not being accountable for their own shit. They're my favorite, though, because they lure in with fire, light, knowledge. So... It's not about being given options and defining them with assumptions, but observing them with curiosity, being able to move with instinct and take the moment to moment, mainly to understand that at the end of the day, you're the only judge of your given situation and circumstance. Everything that has been and will be experienced, you solo individual, completely subjective, all knowing and shared experience. Take it with a grain of salt. Like Pai thanks Vishnu for introducing him to Jesus. Yo le quiero decir gracias a Lucifer for introducing me to Prometheus, Inanna, and all those before, during, and after the light bringers. 
to our buried demons, fire carriers of embers, revealing all that wants to remain hidden. Relentless flames lapping from within, scorching truths to tireless tongues, searing unanswered questions to parchment of unexplored fears. Morning and evening star shine down on me, reminding me that the boundless divinity reflecting outside of me is the light you help me bring to the world. May we be reminded of to keep close to our hearts with an open mind. Justice. Balance. Reestablishes order that is balanced between law and duty, between good and evil. Law, balance, fairness, inevitable, it's inevitable, inevitability, the consequences of an action. Damn, la justicia sits on her mixed media piece throne balancing dark matter, dark energy alongside all of the symbols waiting to be read. Mm -hmm. That's liked. Thank you, glorious bitch, for joining us on this seance as we journey on. Yeah, we're getting started, yo. Thank you for your patience. One of my most memorable bitch road trips was in 2015 with one of my prima hermana, Brujas. We go way back. She came to visit me in Oregon after I had left LA. I was living in an intentional community. It was all fucking new. And we decided a road trip to SoCal for the holidays to be with family. So, earlier in the day, as we're packing and everything, I thought, hey, you know, it'd be really fun if we picked up somebody who wanted a ride. You know, the idea of a quote-unquote hitchhiker immediately brings um, serial killer psycho to a lot of people's heads. And Hollywood, like, loves that stereotype. So... It was a hell nah from her, which I completely understand. I didn't push it. I let it be. And as we're driving, we finally reach the coast of NorCal. And there's this long strip where there's a shit ton of people that are traveling 
moving about, da 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 Danny rides, hitching a ride. It's before you enter this highway that's just completely covered in forest without any service for miles. Just the perfect fucking setup as we go along. So I was a hell yeah when she's driving us down this last strip overlooking the ocean before we get deep into that forest highway and says we should pick somebody up who and she says him (laughs) uh pointing very directly to this person i mean we could have picked up anyone but instead yeah we turned the car around And I got out of the car, and as I'm reaching him, I feel everything in my body say no. And I lock eyes with him and bring him in for a hug to say, what's up? Join our caravan. And I recognize these times where your system goes into shock and it just kind of goes on default mode trying to figure out what the next steps are uh because now you just went in for a hug and you're just gonna look like cunt if you give him a five and say all right high five good day to you which is exactly what should have happened but (laughs) come on i invited him in to drive with us and in that moment i couldn't communicate all of the things that were like ah to Bruja that we should drop this dude off somewhere before reaching our day hike. I don't know how, why, when, no importa, but everything's like, get him out. So the bizarre thing I love observing with intuition is how brilliantly magical and or terrifying, yeah, your I told you so response can be when you realize you should have taken the chance to trust your gut and look like a cunt instead of jumping in to play con el pinche fuego ahí vas ahí vas otra vez con el fuego with the fire and I guess it just depends on what kind of pyro you are I have a history not so much as my little bitch bruja but you know it's decent and most of the times I seem to have to jump into the fire to be able to trust my intuitive body in a different situation I know that's some kind of mortification ritual um but hey that catholic shame it goes deep lifetimes and lifetimes upon lifetimes (laughs) alas If everyone listened to their intuition, you wouldn't have psychological thriller, independent film happening as these three bitches cruise into the forests with a newfound friend. Let's go in the forest. You know when your family is like, stranger danger, um... I still don't believe that, but, oh, whoa. I think 
Okay, there's this really intense ant fight happening. Okay, they both fucking fell. Damn. If you've ever seen any Jeremy's fight, um, they're the most brutal, terrifying um, experience I could possibly imagine happening to me if I was that size. Um, yeah, that's not alive anymore. Uh, they both fell from the leaf onto my little desk. The champion is now on the microphone. I wish I made this up because I'm not, it, but literally on the microphone. Um, I think claiming victory to let the masses know that he is now the champion. Um, I don't know if that's allowed in UFC or uh, it must be a different Jeremy martial art that I'm not familiar with. Uh, if I had a micro lens, I would... I don't know if that's just fucked up on another level. Take a picture of the corpse of the Jeremy. Alright, Jeremy, the victor. I have announced your victory. You can be off now. Let's continue with this Stanley Kubrick movie. The stranger danger is never about the stranger. It is a strange sensation that someone can evoke in you. Because I've met hella plenty of incredible strangers. Meeting Jonathan reminded me of that. Is something that I've listened to since I was a little bitch. Why was this the moment that I chose to put my kind cunt skills into practice? Quien sabe? I do really feel after that there's not a time that I sway away from my intuition. It was a reminder of that more than anything. There was something in my gut I chose not to trust and then I had to flow through the consequences. Neither good or bad. Just your given situation. From that moment on, there was this simultaneous fast forward slow motion. Ah, oh, dark energy, dark matter. And it felt like I was just catching up to the moment. The exchange between Jonathan and the Bruja that was driving revealed that we were headed to the same destination. So that from where we were to where it was, was a perfect two hour runtime with an intermission in the middle, which was supposed to be our day hike at Fern Valley. I'm not one for small talk. And I think that's one of the things that I really appreciated the most about Jonathan. As soon as we're on the road, coming in to the forest line that I men mentioned earlier in the highway, she asks him, where are you coming from? 
And he says, a psych ward. The reasons for being in a psych ward are endless. So it was up to us to be curious about and ask him what that was like for him. As the conversation continued, there was a lot of dissociation and moments where there was vacancy in his eyes and it would take him a while to come back. So once the paranoia started in asking us why we picked him up and why were we being so nice, and he quickly went to the question that nobody really wants to hear when they just pick somebody up and is like giving them a ride. What would you do if I told you I had a gun in my backpack? And what if I just decided to take it out and kill you both right now? Great question. And clear as to what kind of gun. I was going to ask, well, is it like a Nerf gun? Is it a water gun? Very clear. A kill you gun. Got it. I felt the charge in the car. And similar to the moment of, you know, recognizing that you have a lion in the back seat and there is no gate between you two. Okay, bitch, but you're not a lion. You're in a shit ton of pain, but you got into our bitch caravan. I mean, you don't really know who you're even fucking with at this point. And when I look at it, there's two of us alongside our individual and dual spirit guide trio one of you but I also don't know how many invisibles you have behind you this seems like a fair match seems like you picked the right carriage to get in on so I guess we're doing this shit but you are sadly mistaken if you think we're gonna go down that easily. Somos Latinas, way. Ni sabes. Don't you know I'm local, Holmes? There was this unspoken agreement between the Bruja and I. We ditched our Fern Valley plan. Bye. That's out the window because neither of us wants to get killed in the middle of the woods. I think we both really came to terms with the fact that, like, oh shit. Drop it like it's hot, but we can't drop it. Otherwise, we're going to get shot. So keep it hot potato. And her social worker persona just waltz into that space like a fucking bitch queen. And we move through this conversation like we're talking about our favorite ice cream flavor. Then the Bruja and I tag team that. <laughs> she started with the way we meet people 
in instances that seem like coincidence and how more times than not we encounter those that want something from us for a reason. But just as often we find those that help us simply because we need it. But yeah, there was also an understanding of like, look, I'm not going to play that game with you. You know, um, am I terrified? Absolutely. I think I just peed myself and I'm going to do my best with this bruja to remind you in moments of how shitty the world can actually be and how shitty people can treat us and like everything that you're human and even if it's for just right now we see you you are seen we saw you enough to pull over and offer you a ride so i'd see it more as a blessing than a curse when these coincidences happen it seems to be more <laughs> in your favor than against I was noticing that Jonathan seemed to lose interest as quickly as he had found interest in a topic or a question or a story he would dip into bouts of laughter conversations or mid-sentences of fragmented ideas that neither of us understood more of a conversation with himself uh, out loud would acknowledge others that he would be speaking to and or were speaking to him sounds like we share very similar characteristics uh, maybe it's just a level of comfort you know I tend to go into those spaces with with how comfortable I am in a situation and hey maybe he was absolutely like kicking back um and totally taking the piss out of the entire situation uh but if he was he is one fucking phenomenal actor and I think the entire journey also felt so surreal uh because of the entire setup uh again it's like it's the shock right when you're in shock you're going through that fast forward slow-mo <laughs> at one point he reintroduced himself as the devil and took us through the process of blood curses and I saw how in between these stories, these characters, ideas, beliefs, this fluid state where all of a sudden there were vacant eyes and in between I could glimpse this man, Jonathan. As we got closer to... Arcada, our destination, he began to get really quiet and I began to feel the same 
energetic buzzing from earlier as if he was contemplating a decision and he asked what are you doing in Arcata? my instinctive response was we're meeting a couple of friends and then we're driving home together with the rest of the way followed by silence And as the electric buzzing heightened, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine Again, this little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine This little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. By the end, the three of us are singing fine. Little by little, I felt the buzzing subside and it mellow out into the flow where it was before. We pass the mic on to him. Jonathan, I know there's a song in there. Do you want to share? And went into the stories pieces that we had heard earlier in this fast-paced, super-focused, honed-in. And there he was for the full five minutes of his versed story. We saw him. And how quickly he went when he stopped. And the mic gets passed on to the bruja in the driver's seat. And as she finishes her song, we cross into Arcata. And Jonathan says, can you both promise me something? We say, yeah, what's up? He says, never pick somebody up like this again. You never know who it's going to be. And I'm thinking, well, isn't that the fun of it? But I nod my head. We're literally down the street from dropping him off. So that'll do, donke. That'll do. We get into downtown, pull over just in time for the sunset. Bruja says bye from inside, and I get out. 
and I hug Jonathan and I say, I really do hope you find whatever the fuck you're looking for. And there was confusion in both of our phases. One, I did not think I was going to hug him. Two, he didn't think I was going to hug him. Three, I don't know what the fuck just happened. Or what we all went through together, but... It felt necessary. So, La Bruja and I were paranoid as shit the rest of the night. Because we were staying in a hostel in the same fucking little town and at this point it was way too late to go anywhere else along where we were so we treated ourselves to a nice dinner in case it was our last one and then didn't really sleep because we thought he was gonna come stab us in our sleep at any moment it was fantastic. Really super cute hostel. I loved the treehouse, but um, yeah. Anytime I drive by there, I'm just going to have the Stanley Kubrick film rolling through my head. It is a good one. I personally think the way that it had already played out was brilliant. And it wasn't until the next morning that I thought, okay, well, this shit's just gold. So we're downstairs eating breakfast, getting ready to check out, hit the road. And the couple in the dining room over seems to be having this argument with Greyhound because their ticket, their bus ticket got canceled to San Francisco. And we look at each other because we're going to San Francisco. But we want to talk about this shit first before making decisions about who the hell gets in our bitch caravan. So we talk about it. We say let's feel it out. Have a conversation. And then make a decision before fucking asking. So we go through the process. And they seem like cool bitches. So we decide to offer them a ride. If they're okay with our intermission day hike in the redwoods and both of us are completely aware of the fact that if we die in the woods it's totally on us better luck next life our instincts need some serious fucking polishing but i trusted the gut the gut said yes her gut said yes made a decision took a chance packed up my neon blue Toyota Corolla and as we're heading out we're retelling the bitches in the back about the day before the Bruja gets onto the on-ramp to head out of Arcata and to the right of me walking in the opposite direction of the highways off-ramp as if he had just hitched a ride I say out loud, speak of the devil. We drive by Jonathan as he sees us off and notices the couple in the back. On the road again. What the fuck's gonna happen on the road again? I don't know, man.
one of my weird favorites. Like, what in the actual fuck was that? So the rest of the day was this weird culmination of playing back those vortex hours of forest highways, plus these bursting images that were coming up. I mentioned these dreams briefly in episode two when I was around seven or eight as having these three recurring dreams of the devil and always present itself in very traditional devil garb like the hooves red skin horns and in one of them instead of its pitchfork it had a syringe we found ourselves in the middle of this flat, barren, dusty, hot-as-fuck desert. Pretty much Black Rock, Nevada, where Burning Man happens. And we're inside of this barely standing-up A-frame, playing tag around the school desk. He's chasing me, trying to give me the shot but not really giving me the shot until I consent to the shot. So it's like this, like, ah, I got you, kind of. And finally, we stop on opposite sides of the table, and he asks me, why not? And I say, because it doesn't feel good in my body. And I remember this very, like, this strong conviction where all of a sudden this fear dissipated because I was terrified as shit at first and then it went away so that's how the dream always stopped I would wake up after that my mom placed a rosary under my pillow without me knowing and I told her that the dreams had stopped so this is a clusterfuck going on in my head as we're doing our day hike in the redwoods and then I stop in my tracks as I am taken back in an instant miles ago when we started our road trip in Oregon to this very particular gesture that I have not fucking done in eons. I don't know why in all of God's names that day it was the day. It was the one that my ma used to do anytime we walked out the door. And in this moment, in this day, in this month of this year, I bestow upon you the sign of the cross, mijita. Que Dios te bendiga te persino. I vas to your journey with whatever is on the road ahead. That's some old school bitch bruja magic. They don't fuck around ride or die I just laughed and looked up at these giants I was walking around with and thought what in the actual what and loved how I don't know anything that's happening but it is so fascinating to observe yeah I can just keep doing that that sounds like a good life. Just keep observing the magic and keep getting tripped out by it. Time after time. 
If it's a fox or a crow or maybe Jonathan, trust your gut. Doesn't matter if it's a stranger danger, trust your gut. Gracias. Gracias a todos. Gracias a la justicia. Gracias a los ancestros and the guides that flow with us on this bizarre spiral of gin. I don't fucking know, but it's fun. Strap on, bitch. Thank you for the stories that introduce me and remind me of the magic throughout written word. For all of the light bringers that uncover the motifs in our universal celestial ancestorship, giving all of us permission to walk the bitch's journey. To the light bringers for the questions, for the dismantling, Regardless what our answer is, knowing that the only way to reply is with and through love. That would be the plot twist in this Kubrick film. Instead of everybody getting chopped up in the woods, you see how this really intense fucking eye gazing opens up the windows to the soul and who knows what else. Because... It brings up the question, what world are we reflecting to one another? Both intently looking at each other, knowing I am not what you think I am. You are what you think I am. And the script was completely shifted. It's easy to have opinions about a place you've never experienced. But when you begin to play with love, introducing that element into the situation, it somehow disarms all of that and alchemizes it into magic and bookmark. At the bottom of that episode, under web of spells, you will find all the puzzle pieces, breadcrumbs for this seance. Spiral further into your weird for our magic moon days. Parte 2 of Lightbringer, welcoming other witches and wizards as we ask them, what worlds have Lightbringers reflected back to you? Till that non-existent point in time when we meet again in whatever form. <laughs> Stay fucking weird, bitches.